of New York Sports Incomplete. This is Rex the Rookie. Thankfully, I'm back here with John the Veteran. How, yeah. How's it going, John? Doing good. Doing good. I uh, <laughs> we were, I was away in New Jersey doing Army stuff, and you were here doing the podcast by yourself. So we were both stuck in the wilderness yeah. <laughs> seeking one another's help. <laughs> no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Good to have you back. This episode brought to you by Buddy's Barbecue. If you want... Uh, Genuine Southern barbecue catered to your party. If you live on Long Island and want some great barbecue with uh, minimal effort to yourself, call Buddy Moore at uh, at 516-497-0246. That's 516-497-0246. And please tell them that the two dummies at the New York Sports Incomplete sent you. And because it's the holidays, you might be able to get Buddy dressed up as Santa Claus. Or it could be up on the shelf. Uh, Also sponsored by EssexTheater.org. Essex Theater Company is a great little up-and-coming theater company on the banks of Lake Champlain. Uh, If you're up in the Adirondacks over the summer months and want to see some some high-quality theater at low prices in a really fun setting, uh, check out their website at www.essextheater.org. All right, John, let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's start with the NBA, since your Knicks pulled off a great one last night. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, it's they're uh, infuriating, but very fun when all things are clicking. But uh, I hate the Miami Heat so much, and uh, that third quarter when we started down nineteen to nothing, which I didn't think was possible in an NBA game. Yeah. Uh, Not as cold as you can go. Prob- yeah, I. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I, I shut the I shut the game off after the Jimmy Butler and one. Uh, they the Knicks then proceeded to outscore the Miami Heat 38 to 15. The moment I did that, um, I I kept I was like I'm not gonna do this to myself. The Rangers had a great win over Philly earlier in the day. It's the day after Thanksgiving. I'm just gonna tune this out. Go do something else. Then I checked my phone because I was like, let's see how bad the damage is. And I saw they had cut it to nine with like four minutes left in the game. And I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not falling for this. It's a fake comeback. Not going to happen. And then I uh, checked my phone again. And I see they got a little bit closer. I, I, I saw like my phone was blowing up like Jalen Brunson's really going to pull this off. But no, he's not. Put the phone back down. Opened up the phone one last time. Saw they won 100 to 98. Yeah. Dropped my phone in disbelief. And then I've watched the highlights of the game for the last 14 hours. Now we're here. Yeah, well, it's a great <laughs> comeback from 21 points down. I mean, as as cold as the Knicks were in the third, they were more hot in the fourth. And, and by the way, I'm happy that I didn't turn the game back on because if I, was, if I had to watch... The game live when Jalen Brunson misses that free throw and Jimmy Butler got a clean look yeah. to win the game, I would have fainted. Yeah, but thankfully Butler had a clank o He yeah, 0 for 5 in the fourth quarter. 
Uh, All right, so over the last week, uh, on Saturday the 18th, the Knicks 122, the Hornets 108. Yeah. Uh, Sunday the 19th, the Nets were beaten by the 76ers, 121 to 99. On Monday, the Knicks lost to the Timberwolves 117 to 100, and then we just talked about last night's game. Yeah, I mean, the Knicks beat... They really beat up on the teams that they should beat, which is good. But before last night, the the knock on them was that they, they can't beat good teams. Well, and and that the reoccurring issue was the third quarter. They come out of the they come out of the locker room like they'll be very competitive in the first half. And then what happened with the Celtics in Boston and then Timberwolves in Minnesota was they just come out so flat in the third quarter. And it's like, you just, you're sitting there and you're like, what did you guys talk about at halftime? How did you make zero adjustments? Yeah. Um, but we came, I mean, we, out, we came back, we outscored Miami 29 to 11 in the fourth, which is uh, insane. And uh, we stayed alive in the NBA in-season tournament. So, yeah. Had that going for us. The, the Nets have recently played a little bit better. They they dropped the uh, game to the 76ers, but uh, they just don't play defense. Yeah, yeah, and 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 more Bridges does. Bridges is is a phenomenal player, but they just they're as a team though they don't. No, and more and more you see that uh, defense is the way to wins. Um, yeah, it's, it's always been that way in football and a little bit in baseball, but basketball. I mean, if you remember back to the '90s uh, with those those burly brawling Nick teams, yeah, you uh, just beat the crap out of people. Uh, I mean, it's uh, it's the way it's the way of the league, I guess. Now, I mean, there's just a uh, hundred and thirty point games are common, but it's. Uh, not a very fun brand of basketball to watch. Uh, at least that's you know that's my opinion. And but, we need to bring back Charles Oakley. I don't know what the Nets do. I really don't. They're kind of, they're six and eight right now. Uh, it's not terrible. I mean, you pretty much want to just hover around five hundred for the first couple of months of the season if right. you're them. But I don't know. Like, there's like. Do you make a trade? Do you really try to make a run at it? I, I don't know. They kind of they're just stuck in purgatory now. Yeah, I, I they have a ton of they got a bunch of draft capital back for Durant, but I just I don't know. They kind of don't really have an identity right now. They just exist. Well, hopefully they figure it out because uh, my buddy Matt will be very depressed otherwise. Moving on to the NHL. Uh, if you're a Rangers fan, this is going to be the season of your life. Life is pretty great. Life is pretty great. Had, a, again, rough patch, just like the Knicks did on uh, Monday. Got Gave up five goals in the uh, third period to Dallas. But other than that, they've just kind of been steamrolling teams. It's just, yeah. it's a lot of fun to watch. And the Islanders have turned it around. They've started playing better hockey. Um much relief so that my, my friend Matt Arcari doesn't uh, go Harry Carey on himself because well, he's yeah. a diehard Islanders fan. The big test for the Rangers is today against uh, Boston right after we finish this podcast. We play at 1 o'clock today. And, right. Uh, yeah, if the Rangers can win that one, then that's where... Uh, it's all right. It's, it's, they're just 
really, really fun to watch. I mean, in the last week, they dropped one game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they just, they, I just playing great. I don't even, I can't even really describe. The team is flying around like their hair is on fire. They, they're playing great as a team. It's not that you see one guy doing all the scoring. Uh, they're all in on it. Even uh, Zabanija just got two goals. He had been relatively quiet, right. and, uh, and then he scores two goals against Philly. By the way, awesome to have a sports team that can finally beat Philadelphia in something. Yeah. That was a pleasant surprise. <laughs> took, took out the Flyers last night. Yeah. Um, uh, the rundown, Sunday the 18th, the Rangers 5, Devils 3. The Devils are awful. Uh, that was Island, a great game. Though, right? Islanders 5, Flames 4. Good for the Islanders. Monday the 20th, Rangers 3, Stars 5. That was the lone loss for the Rangers. Yeah, that was not, not a fun day. Uh, nice win on Wednesday the 21st where the Rangers blanked the Penguins one nothing. Yes, sir. And the Islanders beat the Flyers 3-2. Then yesterday, the Rangers 3, Flyers 1, Islanders 5, Senators 3. So both teams are playing uh, pretty pretty fun brand of hop, hockey right now. Um, I, I don't know what's going on with the Devils other than without Jack Hughes. They're just not the same team. Yeah, they're pretty banged up right now. Uh, yeah, like I said, uh, today, Rangers-Bruins, Rangers, Rangers Bruins, that's, that's probably the uh, biggest game of the weekend. New York sports-wise, uh, 31 points for the Bruins, 29 points for the Rangers. They are the two top teams. Yeah. Brain down, going. Rangers on top of the Metropolitan Division by seven points. Yep. Uh, Islanders in fourth, I believe. They're not bad. They're, they're, they're climbing the table. No, yeah, they've, they've really flown under the radar just because of how, how dominant the Rangers have been. Yeah. They're, they're a decent team. All right. Pivoting to National Football League. Oh, do we have to? <laughs> well, hey, man, your Giants won a game. We did, we did. You know what we did? I'm not, I'm not gonna be like everyone else who gets really sad about their football team winning of the game, because God knows that was about eighty percent of Giants fandom yeah. whining and crying that they're uh, that they won. Giants thirty-one, Washington nineteen. New we England is next. Own them. We. Owen Washington. Well, let's hope they own they, New England, too, I mean, they can beat New England. I, I don't know if we can beat anybody but Washington. But, uh, yeah, Tommy DeVito versus Bailey Zappi. I am very happy they moved this game out of primetime. America didn't deserve hey, you that. you know, DeVito didn't do badly at all, and he's proven he can take a punch because he was sacked nine times. Yeah. First time in the history of the franchise that the Giants let their quarterback get pummeled nine times and still won the game. Again, another. I honestly, I probably should just take a break for like a week just to see what happens because this was another game where I could not watch. The, I only caught the final possession of the Giants Commanders game. I watched, I, was, I watched the whole thing. I was coming back home and I checked the score. Uh, I think was it the right early third quarter. And I just messaged my buddy, Rob, who's a diehard Giants fan, and I wrote, uh, am I on drugs, or is, do you actually have two touchdown passes? Well, he finished with three. Yeah. <laughs> three and 246 yards, and in, more important than any of that, zero interceptions. Zero interceptions, yeah. Uh, he went 18 for 26, not great, but, and he had a crap quarterback rating but who cares he won the game he won the game the defense the one the defense was awesome the defense was all over everything 
The defense was awesome. Uh, Saquon Barkley finally got used as a receiver, which I've been yeah, I think he I've been advocating like 86 for. Six yards on the ground. They too. had zero rushing yards in the first half. Yeah. Zero goose egg. But if you use him as a receiver, he's still an athletic freak. He could do something positive. I was I've been clamoring for him to be used as a receiver. Yeah. For the last three years, um, so I'm glad that finally happened in a lost season that we did that. Um, We'll play the Patriots next week. They'll probably set the sport back fifty years. But yeah, I hope we win. I hope we. I don't like them. I don't. I don't want. I don't care about a draft position. Good GMs and good coaches know how to find talent without having the number one pick in the draft. So well, you know, I I thought about. It. I said a few weeks back, it's not Bill Belichick's fault. What's going on up there? Actually, it's entirely his fault. He's the GM and the coach. Yeah, he's lost his fastball. That's a, <laughs> and uh, I don't, he's still anyone that's like anyone that's still on the train. Like, oh, he's nothing without Tom Brady. Those people should relax. But he's he's uh, not the best evaluator of talent anymore. Uh, if he gets lit up by Tommy DeVito, he he's done. He should probably you know like leave gracefully. Well, yeah, because, I mean, it would be very hard for Bob Kraft to get rid of him because he's an icon. He might have to get the, he might have to have the Tom Landry dismissal, though. Like, it's like, like, please retire. Or we're <laughs> going to bump you. Don't make us do this. We're going to bump you up to the head office in a broom closet. You know, he's so stubborn. Uh, if they dismiss him, he might try and find another team to coach. Yeah. Well, who cares? Um, Sunday, the Bills 32, New York Jets 6. That was a painful game to watch. Was the end of Zach Wilson. Thank goodness. Was the end of Zach Wilson. Glory, glory, hallelujah. That boy was terrible. I mean, if if it could be done wrong, he did it wrong. That poor defense played their buns off for about two quarters, and and then after they realized that the offense wasn't going to help at all, they, they started getting frustrated and they lost their discipline, and they had all these stupid fouls called on them. And Story of the season. And right. that's kind of yeah, how it's been going. Uh, and then, then Black Friday. All right, Black Friday. Oosh. Yeah, so the the Dolphins pasted the Jets yesterday, thirty four to thirteen. It wasn't even as close as that score would would end. No, you got to pick six that uh that helped out. And then we had the ugliest play that I can remember. Uh, it might rival the butt fumble for ugliness. Yeah, did they need to stop having the Jets play on holidays? They uh they tried to hail mary pass at the very end of the of the first half. I think there were two seconds left on the clock. Boyle heaves up a big Hail Mary pass, which is intercepted at the goal line by a Dolphins. We find out now that he used to return punts. Well, he did. He ran it back 99 yards for a pick six, where none of the Jets could remember how to tackle. Went untouched. 99 yards untouched. You know, Al Michael was calling it the Hail Mary the guy on CBS Sports called it the fail Mary. Uh, it whatever you want to call it, it was the ugliest play I've seen in a long time. And you know, I saw the 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 mid the halftime game, and Richard Sherman was saying, 
Well, if you if you want to show your 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 defense that you hate their guts, do that kind of stuff. I <laughs> I was watching on a delay, and so Tua had just thrown the pick six. Yeah. And so I'm re- and so I'm making all the comments, and like there's just laughing emojis. You know, oh my god, that pick six. Oh my god, that really just. Happened. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, well it was a bad throw by Tua, but it wasn't that bad. Why is everyone laughing? And then yeah. I and then I saw the Dolphins player. Intercept the ball to go. I just went, oh, no. Oh, no. no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I just sat there. Just, yeah. I wasn't, I didn't mean to, like, laugh. I felt bad. I just, I was like, there's no way that just happened. As a long-term Jets fan, I looked at that and I said, he's going to run it back. Is it the most Jets play ever? Yeah. It, I think it, so. <laughs> I think so. Just it, a Hail Mary attempt. That fails in the most spectacular way possible. They had the prime football panel going, okay, who's the next quarterback? Because this guy's not the answer. The Jets are in a world of hurt. And and, uh, they interviewed Tannenbaum, the former Jets GM. Does he think it's a good idea for Rodgers to come back this season? He said, no, no way, no way. No, 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 no. Never, no, do not do that. And he stated the same thing I've been charging. Carpet on for the last few weeks is the offensive line is terrible. And what's the worst thing you could do? Bring Aaron Rodgers back and he gets hurt again. Because they're not going to win with Aaron Rodgers. They're not going to win with anybody. I don't mean to be a sadist. But it would be kind of funny <laughs> if he came back. Just, just a little bit. <laughs> what's the point, though? No, there's no point. He's not coming back. They're, they're not that stupid. The Jets, I refuse to believe that they're that stupid. The Jets had so much promise. They're wasting a world-class defense uh, on this pathetic offense. One, and, and a really good run, rushing attack, too. Don't and, forget that. And yeah, they've got great running backs, although I have, I have a bone to pick with Dalvin Cook. When you're supposed to be chip-blocking for your quarterback, keeping him off the ground... Quit olaying the guy. Hit him. You're a big, strong man. You can block. Oh, God. But that's where you have it. I, mean, yeah. I, I hope the Jets aren't stupid and go out and draft another quarterback. What they need to draft is no, a bunch not, of offensive linemen. No, they're not going to draft a quarterback. Um, yeah, they'll, they'll go O-line, and hopefully they hit on that. It's probably go to O-line and free agency, too. Like, the Giants and Jets should just be in a bidding war yeah. for a lineman. Can't, uh, can't agree more. They both have very good defenses. You know how pathetic it was? I, that, that same buddy texted me that the Giants' offensive line actually looks like an improvement. Yeah. They gave up nine sacks. Yeah. That's not, <laughs> what, what I meant is they were an improvement over the Jets' offensive line. <laughs> gave up nine sacks. Oh, God. Well, at least the Jets have Atlanta next. they probably only get beat by two touchdowns this week. Yeah, that's... Uh... Yeah, it's painful to watch. I, I, I must have a masochistic streak because I keep watching those damn Jets. And they find new and inventive ways to blow games. And, and here, here's also the worst part because it's not even just that the Giants... Granted, again, they won. They won this week. And they, they have a chance to beat the Patriots because they're just as bad. And then they have the bye week. So, realistically, I could have three weeks without a Giants loss, which is unfathomable considering how low it was a couple weeks ago. However, a double whammy is not only are the Giants bad, the Eagles and Cowboys might be the two best teams in football. Uh, And that sickens me. Don't discount the 49ers. 
Yeah, I know. I have to. They've been a little Jekyll and Hyde, but they, they, last week they, they looked I don't solid. really like the 49ers either. I was really just counting on the Lions, who then, for whatever reason, decided it was throwback Thursday on Thanksgiving. Let's go back to being the old Lions. Yeah. And sucking. Yeah, that was awful. No, stop that. You're my one hope. Because other every other option gets increasingly more and more bleak in the NFC. Because the NFC South doesn't exist. No, Josh Dobbs will eventually come back down to earth. So that's the Vi- there goes the Vikings. And then it's the Lions. And then the three-headed dragon that is Cowboys, Eagles, Niners. I don't like any of them, but they're just so significantly better than well, everybody else. Also, you know, in the AFC, Joe Burrow's hurt again. The AFC's a crapshoot. I, well, Joe Burrow's hurt again, and that team is just no good without him. No, they're done. The, the Bengals are dead. Uh, there's there's a lot of things. There's the Ravens. There's there's the, uh, there's always the Dolphins. The Chiefs. The Chiefs, yeah. Chiefs looked like crap the other night, too. It's like Mahomes couldn't throw the ball in the rain or something. Well, they well, also actually, had a ton of drops. Actually, it wasn't even him. Actually, you're right. It wasn't Mahomes. He was throwing the ball fine. Nobody could catch the ball. Nobody could catch the ball. They had a bunch of dumb turnovers and mistakes. And I don't want to see the Chiefs in the Super Bowl again. I don't want like I don't want that either. I just, like... Yeah, but maybe the best ad this fall... Have you seen the one where the guy's painting the Chiefs logo in the end zone yeah. and he misspells it? Yeah. Great googly moogly. That's great, but who are the chefs? Yeah. Great googly moogly. Yeah. Love that ad. Andy Reid's awesome. I'm just, I don't, I just want to see some other representation in the AFC. All right, let's pivot to baseball because we're in hot stove season, which means anything we say will be wrong. I did not have Howie Rowe as becoming public enemy number one on my bingo card. Yeah, I mean, Howie took a, put his toe in the water thinking he could be a prognosticator, and that's not his deal. Uh, for the people listening at home, tell them what Howie did. So Howie Rose, who is a iconic figure in Hall of Fame New announcer. York sports radio for the Mets and the Rangers, and he's just a wonderful guy. Everyone's collective uncle decided on Black Friday morning to tweet out, hearing there might be some news on Otani today. And because everyone put two and two together, that Howie Rose works for the New York Mets, that the New York Mets would be signing Howie Rose, or signing Shohei Otani, rather, any second. And uh, that did not materialize. He did not. And then he eventually walked back the tweet, uh, saying that the key words there were might, might be some Otani news. Might be premature. And uh, yeah, he got got pretty uh, beat up on social media for it. It's kind of sad because, you know, All right. I hate seeing that happen to Howie. Well, I don't even care about Otani. He's not. I, uh, don't ca- I don't care. I don't want him. It's too expensive. <laughs> That's still. I, and if he I, ever became a man, his arms and legs would fall off. So, let's talk about other people. Huh? Aaron Nola's a Philly still. Yeah. So, nuts to that. Damn, Philly signed Aaron Nola. Good for them. He's a good pitcher. Now, there's some other interesting, and I wrote a bunch of names down. I just want to get your impression on them. Go ahead. Corbin Burns. No. Bargain. No. Because he's not going to pitch this year. Oh, no, that's not Corbin Burns. That's Brandon Woodruff. Brandon Woodruff. I'm sorry. Go ahead for Brandon Woodruff. No. I'm not trying to no. All right. That's a that's that's for like that's a luxury piece. That's like the Rangers 
We'll do that. Or the Braves. We'll be like, all right, we, we'll keep you on layaway. Right. What about Carbon Burns? No, I don't want him either. It's like that. that he's His velocity is down across the board. He's, no. Okay. How about, speaking of velocity, what a great segue, Jordan Hicks. Good reliever. I mean, that. Not a great reliever, a good reliever. He's going to get big bucks because he throws triple digits, but. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, might be an interesting piece for the Mets. Yeah, it'll give me a heart attack. Though. How about Josh Hader? I'd rather have Hader. I'd love to have Hader. I'd rather have Hader. Can you imagine into your bullpen, Hader and Diaz? Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. I'd rather have Hader than Hicks. All right, let's pivot to some more starters. The one, the one I'm most interested in, other than Yamamoto, would be Jordan Montgomery. Yeah, we, we, I'd don't, love to, we I, don't have a reliable lefty. No, I'd love to have him. I just, I uh, I don't see him leaving Texas, unfortunately. Money talks. Yeah, but the Texans, yeah, like we were saying, like the Rangers don't have money. They just, they... I know. <laughs> Let me dream. There's been talk that the Mets have been talking to Luis Severino. I, I have mixed emotions about that. Why do you, what do you think? Uh, I mean, he's like, He's had some. He's okay. He is what he is. Injury prone. Yeah, it's not the. Uh, it's not exactly uh, a move that all. You know, it doesn't move the needle, but it's not a bad signing. I, I just, it's like you can't. That can't be your lone pitching acquisition. All right, let's talk about the nine hundred pound gorilla, Yamamoto. Yeah, no, that's the I'd guy. I'd love to have him, but yeah, I don't, I don't. so would Boston, so would Yankees, so would probably every other big uh, market have, team. Yeah, we have Senga. Just let's let's have Senga at every meeting. But what about... Uh, Steve Cohen needs to bring that man to New York. I can't pronounce his name. Shota Imango. He's another yeah. pitcher kind of going to be on the uh, Sanga level. I don't know. I'm still all my chips are in on on Yamamoto for now. All right, so an interesting idea that's been floated and this would be in the trade market not free free agent. Tyler Glass now. We could trade some of trading, our trading young... trading with the Rays is nasty business. <laughs> that's <laughs> Well, it, you're going to get your ass burned. But... I don't touch no. No. They know something that I don't. <laughs> that's I'm not. I'm not negotiating with the race. Okay. I'm sorry. All I right. don't. I you're, don't negotiate. You're smarter with ter- than me because I'd do it. I don't negotiate with terrorists. Who I would trade for would be uh, Juan Soto, All and right. you could have. All right, I was getting to him, but let's go in. Let's you jump in. You could have. Yankees wanted bad. I know they do. I know they do. Screw them. I. I would give up every prospect that is not Alvarez, who I don't even think qualifies as a prospect anymore. Don't care. He's only untouchable. I would give up. Eighty. I would give in a heartbeat. I give uh, Gilbert. Mauricio? I'd give up Mauricio. I'd give up Little Acuna. Like, what are we talking about here? The man is 25. He's he has a decade in front of him. He's already he's already on a Hall of Fame trajectory at 25. What is a prospect to me? That that's lottery tickets. That's like well, if, you know what Chris Russo says. A prospect is a suspect till they prove themselves. I don't want to be attached to that man, but yes. That's, <laughs> Like everyone's like, oh, we can't, we can't give up little Acuna for because for yeah. all we know he could be he could be the next Juan Soto. It's like okay, well Juan Soto's right there. Yeah, <laughs> Juan yeah. Soto is in front of you. You could bring him to Queens 
Have him behind or in front of Pete Alonso. All right, let's. Put, that, let's. Let, okay. It's, I, I don't. I can't argue. With no, you. it's a, I, I, Yamamoto I and Soto should be our top two. Uh, you know that should be our goal. For, and to, on top of extending Pete Alonso. Too Snell or not too Snell. I don't want Snell. No, he's got it. He's injury prone, and he only pitches five or six innings at the most. No, it's only that. I just would rather, like, I him in other places would be. Like, I'd like to, like, if he had a homecoming where he went back to, where he went to back to Seattle and played with the Mariners, that would be cool. I could see him going to the Cubs, uh, maybe the Giants in the big ballpark. How do you feel about Dylan Cease? Yeah, okay, so that was when I was interested in, because I... I think... He had an off year last year. No, he did. He did. But a lot of that was his defense let him down. The White Sox were the dumpster fire. I would actually, in the same vein of um, training for Soto, uh, I would also be interested in making a trade, a package deal for Cease and Eloy Jimenez. Yeah? To be our DH. That would be a move I'd like to make. Well, that'd be because they're gonna probably that'd trade be a both. huge upgrade from uh, the the Pillsbury Doughboy. They're gonna trade both of them. I'd rather. I'd like to see if I could get a package deal with Evil Ancies. All right, some other guys that are out there because the Mets need all kinds of starting pitching. Bieber, anything left in his tank? I mean, could maybe. be a fourth starter. Yeah, maybe. I don't. I don't that's, uh, I mean, we've tried hiring geezers before, yeah, and it didn't work out. That's, so it's not a good look. It's not a good look for the Mets that they do that. I, I, another one is Sonny Gray, who I don't think I would touch because he's kind of proved time and time again he can't pitch in a yeah. big market. Jake, uh, Jake Storielli on John Boy's show, he, I think he was the one that said Sonny, he predicted Sonny Gray going to the Mets. I um, see him in Atlanta. Yeah, he seems like a reclamation project for them. Uh, innings eater, not not real accurate, but uh, Lucas Giolito is available. I wouldn't hate it, but like he's just he is what he is. Again, that's like that doesn't move the needle much at all. Um, Bruno Mars is available. I mean, uh, Stroman. No, no, and don't do that to don't put Bruno Mars down like that. <laughs> you know, you're right. That was that was very bad of me. <laughs> Sorry, Bruno. Yeah, don't, don't, he doesn't deserve that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, my three, the chips will fall where they may, but, uh, and by the way, I still want Otani. I don't care. He's the MVP of baseball. Well, you know, everybody's talking about Otani. For Otani, you could get Montgomery and Yamamoto and maybe Glasnow. I mean, what Otani's going to cost a team so much. And he's coming back from his second Tommy Rex, John. Rex, he won. He won the MVP unanimously. <laughs> I know. Without yeah, twice, he and he would have won it without pitching anyway. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I silly me for wanting my baseball team to have the best baseball player ever. Yeah, and I keep seeing, and you brought it up briefly. I keep seeing all these tweets about Pete Alonso to this team, Pete Alonso to that team. I would be shocked that the Mets trade him. I, I yeah, I saw the one where the Cubs were like, "We'll give you uh, Christopher Moriel and prospects no. for Pilons." I'm like, no. "No, get out of here, leave!" Like, what are you talking? No. One guy we didn't talk about is Cody Ballinger. He's available. He's a Yankee. <laughs> he's perfect for Yankee Stadium. He's a, he's a Yankee. 
I think he goes back to the Dodgers. No, no, I don't know. I don't think his mental. I don't think his psyche wants to go back to the. Dodgers. I think he wants to prove that he's a, the, the player that we think he is. He, you know, he had a screwed up shoulder that that messed him up for two seasons, and they weren't talking about it. But I'm, I'm, I think it took him a good two seasons to get over that shoulder problem. I think yeah, that goes back to the Cubs. God. Yeah, I think he's either a Cub or a Yankee. Most likely a Yankee. So we we've got the rest. We got the winter meetings coming up. Uh, hopefully the the uh, Mets fill out the rest of their coaching staff. We forgot. We forgot to mention something. What? The squirrel got his car. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's a cool one. You're the only person. <laughs> You're the only person. I, I love that, those bro- baby Broncos. You are the only person that has said that. That I, those are coolest. You, underst- you understand. Like, Lindor has to know it's a bad look, right? Like, I don't really care. Hey, he got him a car. He kept his word. He got him a car. Yeah, a Took year. Took him two years. But... Year, yeah, incredibly late. And also, I'm pretty sure Lindor makes, can afford a Ford Bronco like that after an inning on baseball. Yeah, they're not as cheap as you think. I... Probably, I also don't make three hundred twenty-six million dollars. I don't. I don't know which version he gave him because I couldn't tell from the photo. If he gave him the baseline version, it's like a thirty-thousand-dollar car. If he gave him a real nice one, tricked out on it, that could be a forty-thousand-dollar vehicle. Uh, yeah, I mean, I gotta hope he didn't give him the baseline model. That comes with a three-cylinder engine. That only comes one hundred eighty horsepower. Listen, for all we know, Jeff was probably Jeff was probably like, dude, just get me, just get me, just get me a Bronco. <laughs> like, I, I, it doesn't seem like Jeff's I think, type to like want a Lamborghini or a no. Ferrari or I think it's perfect. I think it's a cool vehicle. Uh, it's a. It, it, I think it's good for the team that that Lindor finally made good on his bet. <sighs> or his off-handed comment that cost him a car. <laughs> Hey, man, if you win the betting title, I'll buy you a car. Yeah. Well, listen, hopefully... Let's let's just hope Jeff goes back to form next season. Hopefully Jeff earns himself another car. Um, Oh, yeah, dude, we didn't even... Eric Chavez is our hitting coach again. I know you don't want Barnes on the team anymore. It's tempered because they didn't say Eric Chavez is the hitting coach... With, with Jeremy Barnes as his assistant, as it was in the beginning, it's co-hitting coaches. Jeremy Barnes should have been fired. The team hit 21 points lower than the year before. Yeah. They hit below league average. Yeah. Why does this guy get to keep his job? Does he have nude pictures of somebody in the front office? Eric Chavez really likes the guy. I, I, I don't know. I mean, we were all clamoring for Eric Chavez to be the hitting coach again. Look, He's I'm, the hitting I'm coach glad. He, I'm very glad Eric Chavez is, is back doing the hitting. Uh, not convinced Jeremy Barnes should be part of it. That's all. Okay, that's fair. Uh, we also hired our bench coach and our first... That was a good coach. hire. Yeah. That's a... Uh, uh, life, uh, he'd be a what I guess you'd call a baseball lifer. I mean, yeah, he's been around. He also is a he's a he's a former Met for a couple of seasons. I yeah. believe is what I read. Um, 
And I saw a good show on uh, MLB about the... Have you seen that movie about the 95 Mariners when they were... You know, the kingdom was falling apart and they... Yeah, they were going to move out. They were going to move out if they didn't get a new stadium. And that ALDS saved the, uh, saved the team. You don't have to be a Seattle Mariners fan to love this this show. If you get a chance to see it, see it. Um, no, it really, it genuinely is one of the, the best uh, under-the-radar sports stories ever. Yeah. Um, just that, that playoff series in its totality. Like, the, they were down two games to nothing to the Yankees. And then... Came back came and back won. Came back and won on a walk-off double by Edgar Martinez. Uh, well, Ken Griffey Jr. playing out of his mind because he just the Yankees were his sworn enemy for life because of how they uh, mistreated him and his father. Yeah, uh, and he was like, he was a little well, kid. You know what? What the, the the three takeaways I got from that movie were: a, I forgot just how unbelievably good Ken Griffey Jr. was, and Randy Johnson. Uh, I never, <laughs> I didn't forget how good he was. <laughs> uh, I, I I never really knew. Because they don't show a lot of Seattle games around here, at least back then they didn't. Uh, how good Edgar Martinez was as a DH. Yeah. He was, he was money. Our boy Joey Cora getting the rally started yeah. in Game 5. Joey Cora <laughs> is a track bunt. I think he hit four home runs the whole year, and one of them he hit in the playoffs. Yeah. And, and the drag bunt was a thing of beauty. The, the slide itself to get the third base. First base was the thing. I don't, yeah, I don't, he kind of he should have been called out for running out of the I baseline. Would show, but... If I was Joey Cora, I would show that drag bunt to everybody for the rest of my life. Um, no, he didn't He didn't return to the Mets, did he? No, he went to Detroit. And uh, Wayne Kirby is no longer a first base coach either, which is sad. Well, we kind of figured but, yeah. that because he's a show Walter guy. Yeah, yeah. And show Walter lost out on the, the Angels' job. Yeah, we talked about that, uh, Washington. Well, my only comment on that is if he's got to lose to somebody, I'm glad it was Ron Washington because he's a great guy and a baseball lifer. And, yeah. You know, he was the Rangers manager for a long time. He was also fired from a few jobs because he had a bad drinking problem and he cleaned his life up and turned it around. And He's an infield savant. He is, he is. And anywhere he is, he makes a positive impact. So good for the Angels. And he's perfect for them because they got a lot of young prospects yeah. that he can mold. Uh, we didn't talk about it, but I mean, the Angels kind of need to get rid of Trout too. Yeah, yeah. I, I. Uh, the problem with Trout is there's still a lot of contract left. There is, and I, it's a big one. It is. You know, honestly, I could see the, uh, I could see the Giants doing that. They want like if they miss out on Otani, which they may, they may, but uh, they missed out on Otani. They missed out on Judge last year. Uh, they clearly want to be that big fish, so if they could, you know, trade Trout, trade for Trout. That would be uh, that'd be a big fish for whatever however yeah. long he can play. It would be the splash they've been looking for. Yeah, not the splash I'd be looking for, but they can have him. No, when when. Yeah, I, well, I mean, he's still a great player, but he's not worth what he's going to get paid. All right, that's about all I got. You got anything else? 
No, not really. Like I said, uh, big big Ranger game coming up in a few in about you know a few minutes. So very excited to get home and watch that. Hopefully the Rangers can pull it off against the Bruins. And then we have the tomorrow. We have the worst football game ever played between the Giants and the Patriots. And, no, uh, not the worst because um, we forgot to mention our little college, our pet project college team. The Stony Brook Seawolves are now zero and ten. Go Seawolves. Keep keeping the dream alive. Uh, so, yeah, Giants-Patriots at 1 o'clock. Um, thankfully, you have no more Jet games to sit through this week. Oh, God. Two is more than enough. I don't know if I could. And then uh, and then the Knicks play the Phoenix Suns at 6 o'clock. So, uh, glass half full. The Giants and the Knicks can both win on the same day. Uh, pessimistic side, they, they both lose and then, you know. That would suck. I'll take it. I don't care. The Nick, the Patriots can beat the Giants by 40. As long as the Knicks beat the Suns, I'm, I'm doing okay. All right. So on that note, this is Rex the Rookie signing off. Thanks, folks, for listening. John, final words. Hopefully the Mets get some free agents soon. <laughs> and uh, not, you know, and maybe even Otani. Maybe even Otani. Yeah. And then we'll have a whole debate over whether or not Shohei Otani is good at baseball. And you'll lose that debate. Oh, come on. I never said he was not good at baseball. He's great at baseball. I just don't want to overpay and be strapped with a giant contract that keeps us from getting other great players. All right. Folks, thanks again. It was fun. Hope you had fun. We'll catch you next time. All right. See you next week, guys.